What's happening and welcome in to episode 685 of the That Being Said podcast with the Georgeur brothers brought to you by the Sports on Tap. I'm Sammy Georgeur. I'm George Georgeur. What's up, my man? How you doing today? We're not coming at anyone live and direct. We're just coming at you in the recorded version. So what's going on, listeners? I'm going to say this. I will say the same at the end of the show, but today I'm just going to go ahead and say it in the beginning of the show. If you're listening here, Right now at the beginning, do us a favor. Tell three friends about us or one friend or two or 12, as many as you want. But I think the best way of growing is word of mouth. So you guys, the audience could really help us out there and just go ahead, tell some people. And if you leave a really funny review on the podcast, maybe we'll read it on the show. Also, don't forget, show us all the love and support on our social. We're on every platform at the Sports on Tap. That's at the Sports on Tap. Tap, and that's our website, thesportsontap.com. And for the podcast, follow us at pod that, P-O-D, that, on Instagram and Twitter. Today, we are going through some NFL. Um, we're going to go through my little, something a little new that I'm doing every week. It's kind of at the end of the year, but I'll move it into next week. It's just my what to watch for picks, bets, and predictions. And I, and I categorized out the games, George, from can't watch to I guess this is okay, keep your eye on it, and must watch games. And we'll kind of go through each of the games in those sections. And then um, at the end, I think we're going to end up talking a little bit of a, as I wrote it down, James Harden's titties over titles method. And uh, always trying to fucking, I don't even know what he's trying to do right now. We'll get through all that. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll save my thoughts on James Harden till the end. He's killing me, man. He's as a, as a James Harden homer here. He's killing me. I can't lie. Um, all right. Let's just start off some NFL then. And, uh, as I said in the article, you can find this on, on our website from yesterday. It's NFL Week 14, What to Watch for, Picks, Bets, and Predictions is what I called it. And, George, on that, which we'll get into our bets today, but I did say all odds were provided by BetUs.com, and you can use our promo code, TheSportsOnTap, um, when you sign up there, which we'll get into. But that's where I got all these odds for. So if anybody has any odds arguments with me, we're just going off where we get our odds. So... I had one, two, three, four games, George, in the can't watch section. And my can't watch, you know, NFL is a weird sport where you can kind of watch any game, but you know what say. I mean. Well, speaking of can't watch, I mean, can I just make a quick rewind real quick before you get into this? Because I do want to discuss something. Yesterday, I tweeted out that it's a hell of a coaching job by Bill Belichick to be six and six with Cam Newton at quarterback. And you can watching that game, you can tell Cam Newton's awful, right? Like six and seven now. Six and seven now. But at the time there was six and six. And I got the most asinine response I've ever got in my whole life. Some guy re- responded to me, Are you serious? We'd be, without Cam, we'd be two and eleven. Um I mean they might be like five and eight instead of six and seven because like of one good cam game. But when uh, was the last, I mean, he had a good game week one against Miami. Has he had a good game since the Seattle game he played? They lost I mean, a good game and a win. His, his best game. I'm pretty sure was the game against the Seahawks. Yes. Um, week, two. week two. He, I, I, man, that's how bad the Seahawks defense is. This guy's thrown. He has and it, God, Against the Seahawks, he had 397 yards with a touchdown and 
47 rushing yards with two touchdowns, and then he's just been awful with everybody else. Um, I mean, we saw it in the NBA bubble after Russell Westbrook came back from COVID and plays. Maybe it was a COVID thing. I, I mean, he's he had he's had one good game against the Jets, which was a three point win, mm-hmm. where he went, uh, and that was post COVID. So he went seventy seven percent completion, three hundred yards, and he had two rushing touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. So um, against so yeah, Baltimore, yeah. in a win, he had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. He only threw seventeen times, but he's thirteen for seventeen with one hundred and twenty yards, touchdown, and a rushing. So he's had kind of these weird, random good games. Actually, another good one. Their loss to Houston, I know it was a loss, but he threw for 365 yards, a touchdown, um, and no picks. But then since then, George, he threw for 84 yards, 69 yards, and then on Thursday where he threw for 119 yards, a pick, I'm, and got benched. I think Jared St- Stidham can throw for more than 100 yards. The problem with Cam Newton is he can't throw. Yeah, like at all. Like it seems like ever since he had that shoulder surgery, his arm strength has never really come back. He's not accurate. Like he can't stand there and deliver an accurate pass. And yeah, that's the problem. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that that I don't. I think that Bill Belichick has done a remarkable job for having no quarterback. Yeah, I, I think it was a good point to bring up because I did mention that in the beginning of that article, what to watch for, because I wrote it after Thursday Night Football, and I wrote that, man, it's it's a pretty embarrassing performance by Cam Newton. Like, it, it was embarrassing, and I don't know, people, I feel like we always say someone's hurt because, like, he did have an abdomen strain before the game. Like, okay, well, if he's that hurt, like, he wouldn't play. So he's just no, bad. I um, People who didn't want him signed, though, like all offseason, like, oh, people don't want to sign Cam because he wears crazy hats. No, no. People didn't want to sign Cam because they a lot of GMs thought his arm strength was shot, and it looks like it's shot. Yeah, but I will say, I mean, you also got to look at the play calling, which tells you a lot of him not being trusted, right? Yes. I think Terry Bradshaw, after the game, was saying, like, that was an embarrassing, offensive, boring performance. And somebody asked him, like, who do you blame it on, Cam or Josh McDaniels? And he's like, well, it's Cam because Josh McDaniels obviously can't even call a throwing play for him in the red zone. That's why they do the hike and just run straight because his arm is so bad that Josh McDaniels doesn't even have the trust to call like a five-yard slant for Cam Newton in the red zone or anywhere, right? So, um, But I will say, I, I listening to some podcasts today, and I found this very interesting that he probably did earn himself a backup spot in the NFL for a while due to the fact that it's been pretty impressive. If you hear what's coming out of new England, how much they like him as a person and his work ethic, which everybody kind of thought was the problem potentially in new England, right? Does he fit that culture? Does he, it's going to be weird. Like he's actually bill Belichick likes him and like Josh McDaniel likes him. So he's obviously it's more than the hats, right? Like he's yeah. a different person behind the scenes. Is what I don't I'm think saying. he's a bad. No one. I've never thought Cam Newton was a bad dude, and you can always tell. Like people always like get surprised. Like oh man, like the Instagram videos last year, right? He's putting out in his workouts. I don't think anyone's ever thought he was like out of shape. The guy's always in good shape, which means he's probably a really hard worker, right? I think he went yeah. vegan, which shows dedication. Like I think he cares. I just think it's like you said, his arm shot. But to your point, yeah, he probably earned a backup job for for as long as he wants because anytime you have a guy who is that hardworking, that good, and players seem to really like that, that's helpful. I was getting to the point though that the fact that the New England Patriots like him, like that earns you a lot in the NFL. That Bill Belichick kind of like 
has your back a little bit. Yeah. Um, the fact that he's not going out there just like slamming Cam Newton after games for his bad performances. Like he's like, no, he's our starter. And he How bad get, Jared Stidham at practice for him not to have must be pretty bad. But he but they like Cam Newton. Like just what I'm from what yeah, I'm yeah, reading yeah, and hearing, like they really love having him there. Like he's a great dude. And yeah. the point was I wasn't saying that he's a bad dude, George. All I was saying is the last thing I would say is I was just trying to say that nobody thought he was a bad dude, but a lot of people, and I think we talked about it, were Wondering if he fits the culture, and he actually has. I think the hats and the style really is not the persona that we really what, – what is going on behind doors, right? That's just his style. But, like, it, obviously he's turned out to be a really hard worker, uh, but he just fucking sucks at football now, to be honest with you. <laughs> exactly. But, dude, the thing is, like you said, a hard worker, this goes a long way, right? I mean – you compare a lot, and this is the last thing I want to say before we move off of this into other things. But you compare him a lot to Russell Westbrook. Uh, you, you know, you call Cam you and the Russell Westbrook of the NFL, and it's not, it, it's totally true, man. The fashion, everything, but the hard work, right? I mean, I, I think we, I criticized Russ and I've criticized Cam Newton quite a bit in my uh time here in Sports on Tap. and. One thing I've never criticized either one of them is their work ethic. Those guys work their fucking asses off. Yeah, they they're the same exact person. They both just kind of suck at some shit, but and they were really good when they're at the peak of their athleticism and no one could figure it out. And now it's kind of figured out, but they just work so hard that people love them and teammates love them and fans love them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, did you hear? Did you hear my uh, my next door neighbor here? And uh, really plays their uh, Bluetooth loud, but they turned it off. I think you, I saw a little smile from you. No, no, I can't hear anything. Uh, it was no. weird. You smile. <laughs> like your your smile came on as their music went really loud. I'm just smiling, man. Life's good. Okay. It's Christmas time. Merry, uh, Merry let's Christmas. get into the can't watch games of the okay. weekend. Um, the first can't watch that I put in, like I said, I don't need to hear about, we know every NFL game is kind of watchable, but everyone knows what this means. Um, the Dallas Cowboys who are minus three and a half going to Cincinnati, the Andy Dalton reunion. Hmm. And you want to say this is not watchable. You don't think that you want to tune in to Andy Dalton's return to Cincinnati. Yeah. Big time. And the fan list, 4,000 fans in Cincinnati. Do they have fans in the stadium? Yeah. In Cincinnati. Oh, cool. Yeah, there I'm sure they're going to be giving him a parade when he walks in. Actually, people like Andy Dalton. He seems like a good guy. But I remember when he took over the starting spot with the uh, Cowboys and I get, put him as a 30th best starting quarterback, you said I was giving Andy Dalton slander and it wouldn't be that big of a drop-off. Do you want to retract that statement at this point or no? I don't know. Let's see if what Dak looks like when he comes with Mike what? McCarthy because maybe Mike McCarthy fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe Aaron Rodgers mask. Can I tell you something? Yeah, and maybe, um, you know, Andy Dalton's not the 30th best quarterback in the NFL. I can name somebody that you love that's worse than him, which is names Carson Wentz. So. No, he's not worse than oh, shit. Actually, right now? Uh, yeah, Carson Wentz is not a starter in the NFL as of today. Well, Andy Dalton is a starter by default. He's not really a starter in the NFL. I mean, actually, actually, how many years has he not started? Because last year he was also starting. God, you know, can, can we go one podcast without talking about this guy? Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> point was, I mean, like, once again, like I said, when I say can't watch, I know you're going to try to make this joke on every single game. When I say can't watch, I just mean it's the bad games of the day. Um, this is a pretty shitty game. 
the only thing I'm here not is make a joke on every single one of them. I just want to talk about Andy Dalton. The only thing here is the Cowboys, I guess, have a playoff chance, right? I mean, if they keep winning, if they win all their games and some still, other teams lose. Yeah, they do. I, just I mean, bad, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't think yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. in that division's completely out, but um, that's one of my can't watch games of the week. Okay. What's next? The Denver Broncos at the Carolina Panthers, and the Panthers are minus four. The reason I put this as a can't watch is just both these teams, I feel like, yeah, well, they both have like kind of had like good games and weird, like good streaks during the season, but they've also both like, I think are both four and eight and have blown so many games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't, nothing to say about this one. It's unwatchable. It's unwatchable. Um, so this one could be a must watch or an, un- an unwatchable, but I put this in the can't watch. Uh, it might be, can't miss, but we'll see. The Atlanta Falcons minus two and a half at the Chargers. The reason I say that, because these are volatile teams. They could be the best team in the NFL for a quarter. This is a definitely, and what's the one you have before must watch? Uh, Keep an eye out on it. Keep an eye out on Because of Justin Herbert, right? I mean, we're seeing a guy who might become a superstar in the making. Anytime he's playing, I think it's a keep your eye out on it at least. There's no implications in this game, but you just want to see the rookie quarterback and what kind of progressions he's making. So that's it. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I knew you were going to make a mockery of this list, but no, you no, know, no, I think I think you know the point of the list. The point of the list is the matchup, not just the players. Like in the description, I said watching Justin Herbert and Matt Ryan's the only thing to look forward to, but the game itself is in the can't watch. If you know what I mean. All right. See, I like every single every single I, I, NFL I joke, game. I joked about the Cowboys and Bengals. And I ju- and the Broncos and Panthers, those are can't watch. You're right on both of those. This one's not a can't watch. I mean, it's a, when you compare the other games, pretty much it's the only couple ones that can be in the can't watch. I have no implications. Is all I'm saying. Chart. We know next one is the Tennessee Titans minus seven and a half at Jacksonville. This is a snoozer. Mike because Glenn, the Titans Mike- should blow them out after being blown out by the Browns. You should have a Titans like. We should get a good game, right? You're not you're not trying to watch Mike the Mike Lennon Ryan Tannehill uh, matchup, right? I told you if you keep making jokes out of every single part of the list, I'm not I'm not I'm just gonna let you keep talking. No, nah, I'm move on. I didn't make any joke about the continue. It is a can't watch. You're right. hundred percent it's a can't watch. Of course. Um, let me the next one would be oh Although I, I I'm I may no I this was my that was my sixth bet of the week that I didn't put on my top five would have been Tennessee minus seven and a half just because I I do think they did get embarrassed by the Browns so I feel like they're gonna try to have a you know one of those they oh, come yeah, out and embarrass the team like where I probably should have put in my free money fives but I hated the seven and a half yeah the half yep. um we're on to the I guess this is okay section. The Houston Texans minus one and a half at the Bears. And, you know, Trubisky Watson comparisons, one reason it's an okay game. You have uh, the Texans who, you know, have been a lot better since Bill O'Brien's been fired and they've won some random games. And you got the Bears who are weirdly still alive. Okay. No, no disagreements there. I, I, what did you call this section? I guess this is okay. Yeah, it's okay. You're right. <laughs> it's okay. 
Yeah. There's, I'm betting it's on it. I'm betting on it, so I guess it makes it more okay. Yeah, we're we're I think we're both betting on it. I just don't want to give up all my bets yet. Um the next one that I guess is okay, and this will be a funny one, is the New York Jets at the Seahawks. And the reason it's an okay game is because with a 13 and a half point spread, you know, usually you'd be like, okay, this is not this isn't the snoozer games. But the Seahawks have a unique ability to make any game not a snoozer. So it ha- this could be a must-watch at some point, but Two it's a things. guess it's okay because Sam Darnold's back and the Jets aren't as shitty as we thought they were as of the last two weeks. Two things. Seahawks are – there's a couple of things here we got to remember. Jamal Adams versus the Jets, big time, big time right there, right? Uh, it would have been better if Greg Williams was not fired. But yeah. I know, I know. It would have helped a little bit. Number two – the Seahawks are known for never, ever, ever playing a boring game. So we might go down 14 nothing and then win like 35-14. Have to score like 35 straight points and be a blowout. But there will be some point of interest in this game because the Seahawks are involved. Anytime the Seahawks are involved, there's something interesting that's going to happen in the game. Yeah. Uh, that, that's why it has to fall in the this is okay section. There is the slight possibility that they actually blow a team out for once, but – Probably won't. <laughs> um, um, I guess this is okay. Be the first team to lose to both New York teams in the same season this year? Uh, I don't think so. Me either. I would be shocked. But I, I do think it's going to be close a close game just because that's what the Seahawks do. I um, another, I guess this is okay. Now, this one could fall in any section, really. I feel like you could make an argument for this being a must-watch, a keep-your-eye-on-it, a can't-watch, and I guess it's okay. Could you guess the game? All right, I'm trying to remember who's playing this week. These next no. two actually are games that I feel like Minnesota Minnesota versus Tampa. No, that's a good game. Come on. Okay. That's that's playoff. Those are two teams in the playoffs right now. Um the New Orleans Saints minus 7 at Philadelphia. So I guess this is okay. And the reasons I said it was watchable for a couple reasons, even though like there's a reason, a couple reasons it's watchable. Taysom Hill has been like a sensation, right? I hate watching him. I don't think he's a good quarterback, but he's been a sensation. On the other end, you have the Eagles, who are also still fighting for a playoff spot because of the NFC East. And Jalen Hurts has now made Carson Wentz the highest paid backup ever. Um, so I just Sammy, feel Sammy, like Sammy, uh, Jalen Hurts hasn't made Carson Wentz the highest paid backup ever. Carson, Carson Wentz, made Wentz has made himself the highest paid backup ever. With Fair. That, um, so, like, this is all on Carson Wentz. But my point is, Taysom Hill, despite me hating watching him, I think it's going to be interesting because Philadelphia can – I feel like their D-line can sometimes make make quarterbacks, you know, have rough games. Um, and then Jalen Hurts will be fun to watch. While this I – don't, I don't think it's, like, a must-watch, but I, I do think it falls in one of those games, whether the matchup's good or not, that there's, like, a lot of little interesting things to keep an eye on. Yeah, no, I totally agree. How bad does Jalen Hurts have to be to get benched and bring back Carson Wentz? Uh, he has to be as bad as Carson Wentz, which is pretty hard to do. I mean, he outplayed him in one quarter last week. He had more yards and more touchdowns and I think, like, seven minutes of play. Oh, yeah, anytime you're not prepared for a quarterback and he comes in, that happens. Like, that's kind of a known thing. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe Jalen Hurts is the answer and we get Carson Wentz to New England. Yeah, I also don't really love that theory of that's a known thing because there's been quarterbacks that come in as backups and look like fucking backups and suck. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, Jared Stidham came in last night for the Patriots. Not like, that's a known thing. He just threw five, he threw a touchdown. Like, no, he looked like shit also. Sammy, the backup quarterback's the most popular person in every city. That has nothing to do with what you said. You said backups I'm come kidding. in and throw touchdowns because there's no scheme on them. Not always. Like, no, not-, not always. No, of course. But like, I'm saying he has to play as bad as Carson Wentz, which is just hard to do. Yeah. I'm not rooting hard. against him, though. I like Jalen Hurts' story. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm rooting for both of them. I feel kind of bad for Carson, to be honest. Me too. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Green Bay is my last one. Green Bay, I guess this is okay. Green Bay Packers minus 7.5 at Detroit Lions. Um, you could probably guess why this is okay. I mean, yeah. you don't not, know what... Detroit's not a bad team. They should be 6-6 six and six net right now, not 5-7 and seven if the, DeAndre Swift didn't drop the touchdown pass in week one. You never know. You win week one. You might be a little better. They, have, they The team had an epic comeback to give you the cover last week. Uh, I like I, I think this is going to be a highly entertaining game. Yeah, and the reason I put it as I guess it's okay and not maybe keep an eye out on is because I kind of left the keep an eye out games for like the ones that have a little more playoff implications, whether they're boring or not. Um, I mean, the Packers will clinch the divisions with a, if with a win and a Vikings loss. And you have the uh, – Lions, the only thing that's fun about it is you never know what you're going to get out of the Lions and Matt Stafford. You might get like a high-power, fun offense, or you might get a dud of a game, and it's one of those ones that it's just, we'll see. Could be interesting. Exactly. Uh, we're moving on, George, so they keep your eye out on it. Keep your eye on it section. Now, I think we'll both agree on this one. This one's interesting. The Arizona Cardinals, trying to stay alive in the wildcard race, are minus 2.5 at the New York Giants coming off a huge win against the Seahawks. This is the game that scares me the most in all the NFL because I really wanted to bet on the Giants, but everywhere I look, people are like, oh, watch out for the Giants this week. I did not see one person who's talking about betting who didn't pick the Giants, and that just scares me, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I originally I thought the Giants too, and then I was like, I, I honestly, they just won in Seattle. If I had to put my money on it, I'm going Cardinals. And then I thought about Kyler Murray's, not been as good and the Cardinals haven't been as good. And then I was just like, I'm not betting on this game in general. That's when you, it's like the same theory. When you see everybody betting on one side and then you convince yourself on the other side, it probably means it's kind of a trap game. Exactly. And that, that was really my problem uh, with this game in general, but Kyler Murray doesn't look like, don't you think this looks way too easy? Shouldn't the giants be at least pick them or favored in this game? No. Not at all. I actually, if I have to pick anybody, I'm picking. I'm picking the Cardinals because the Giants just came off a win. But four straight, I think, and they're playing some really good football as of late. Yeah, but I mean, it's Colt McCoy. The Seahawks defense makes some teams look much better than they are. Seahawks offense has been awful. Uh, if Russell Wilson even played a smidge of a good game, the Seahawks were winning that game with ease last week. Yep. I mean, they That's almost right. came back and won. I love the Giants. I love what they're doing. I've been loving Joe Judge. Obviously, the team rallies around this coach. He's, he was a good hire. You can just tell. Winning games with Colt McCoy and Daniel Jones. Both guys aren't very good right now. Daniel Jones has a chance, of course. But of course. you can see that this team is in the right direction. I just think they came off a huge win um, in Seattle, but it's, it was an awful performance by Russell Wilson. And, and honestly, I think this is that classic game. I know everyone's trying to say Giants, but I think you always tell me, about when you watch those teams play those fucking huge victories that they're not supposed to win, the next week sometimes you see a dud. So 
and and everybody's down on the Cardinals. Like so, I'm I'm expecting a Cardinals win to be honest with you. But for the same reasons on the other end, I'm not I'm not betting on it because something's on both sides. Something's fishy. Yeah, I think I, I'm excited for this game. Yeah, and that's why it's a keep in, keep your eye on it. Cardinals need to stay alive, and the Giants are in first, right? Yep, first place. Jeez. Okay, I'll do one more. There's two more, Joe, actually. Sorry. Who's the best judge in New York? Aaron Judge or Joe Judge? Oh, wow. Um, the guy who won MVP. All right, but this guy could win a division. At 6-10. and 10. Amazing. <laughs> um, I'm going to do one game that's very similar rather than uh, there's, there's only two there's only three games total in my keep an eye out George one of the other ones is the Washington football team at the 49ers aka in Arizona minus three for the 49ers there another interesting game I really wanted to take Washington but then I realized they just beat the Steelers and they're fighting for the division there's a lot actually more pressure on them than we think and then the but the 49ers are also trying to stay alive this is very similar to the Cardinals Giants game it's actually almost identical scenario it's very it's very similar i think that this is a downgrade of that other game i think the cardinals are a little better than the 49ers the giants are a little bit better than the washington football team it's like and like quarterbacks like, are a little better on both on both the giants like, it's like yeah. a little bit of an up like downgrade of, on this game just a little yeah. bit, but i agree but it's funny because it's same division same scenarios cardinals and 49ers are both fighting to get to that last wild card spot you have the football team and the Giants both coming off big wins they weren't supposed to win and both fighting for the division. Exactly. It's actually the exact same scenario, which is kind of funny. But uh, where are you leaning on that game? Washington. I'm leaning Washington as well. I I feel like maybe Alex Smith will catch a little bit of a stride because he's a seasoned vet. And but I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. The 49ers have had a fucked up year, you know, getting kicked out of their own city. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. Usually, when you, I, I don't like the scenario when you're kicked out of your own city. And you're forced to go homeless. Um, last but not least, and to keep your eye out, keep your eye on it. It should be in the must watch, but one of the teams has been fucking up a lot lately. So I put them in the keep your eye out. Is the Colts favored minus three at Vegas? And the reason I put it in keep your eye out is, like I said, Derek Carr has been a roller coaster of all sorts. They almost lost to the Jets. They got blown out by the Falcons. And then you have Phillip Rivers, who's also been a roller coaster of some sorts. And both teams, you kind of have no idea what you're going to get, but both teams are fighting for playoff spots. So it has to be something you keep your eye out on. Yeah. I mean, this one's a tough one, too. I am going to say, well, first of all, I am, I would put this on the must watch games. Like, I, I love this game. I think both teams are highly entertaining. Um, the Raiders can put up a lot of points, but they also give up a lot of points. You're playing against a good defense. I just think it's going to be an entertaining game. Um, I'm I'm betting this one. I'll tell you it in the free money fives. But um, yeah, I think this game is very highly entertaining. You know, the only reason I didn't put this in the keep your eye out, George, and I, I have this as one of my bets as well. Um, the only reason I didn't put this in the keep your eye out, every yeah. team except what? And I didn't put it in the must watch. I mean, is because every team in my much must watch is a playoff team, with the exception of one. But you can guess that team. That's the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just felt wrong putting the Raiders in there, especially playing against, especially the Raiders who got blown out by the Falcons, and it took a hail mary to beat the Jets. 
Now, entertainment-wise, it could be a must-watch, but I'm kind of going more of quality of game. I think the winner of this game takes that, that last uh, wild card spot, too. So it's a pl- big playoff implication. I'm pretty I sure think, the Colts are leading the division, aren't they? After yeah, but they're tied week? with they're tied with the Titans, same record. So if the Raiders won and the Titans lost, like, I think a lot of movement could happen in that division. Um, the Seven and five. They'd be tied at eight and five. Yeah. It could be interesting. The Raiders right. would have this, might, this might be a must-watch, but I'm 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 degrading the Raiders for getting blown out by the Falcons and winning on a hail mary against the Jets. That should upgrade. I'm highly entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but I'm talking about quality, not uh, not fun here. As George would usually do, I, I, it's like I'm, I was going to use a life scenario. I'd be like, let's think about girlfriends. You have the fun, the person you go out with. Those are the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are definitely the stripper. No, there's a fun group there. I wouldn't go as far as saying to the stripper because I got I, not, I'm not dating a stripper. I'm talking about this. Fine, but it could be your Vegas chick. Let's not go with stripper or like prostitute here, but let's just go with the well, Raiders are your Vegas girl. She's taking money to sleep with people. They're strippers. They go to college. They're real people, Sammy. Don't offend all the strippers listening here. I'm okay, sorry can I just get girl. to my point? Because I know you can't. George can never listen to me get a joke in without trying to turn it into his joke. Look at this. My can point you- is. I was trying to I was trying to go after what George usually does. It's the Vegas, Las Vegas football team is like your Vegas girl. You go, you party, you have drinks. I'm not saying you strip for money. I'm saying it's your girlfriend, but it's your fun girlfriend, not the one you're gonna marry. So, you know, you have the Colts. They're more your like stability, small town, stable girlfriend. So I had to degrade the Raiders for but, their but they're not very good the looking in their quarterback. That's fine. And it's it a gets tough you where time. you need to go. It's a tough time of year, man. Phil Rivers has like nine kids. This is Christmas time. He has a lot of shopping to do. It's a difficult, difficult team. That's why I'm betting the Raiders. Very difficult time when you have twenty million dollars a year. Very different. Very difficult to get a present. You can he can afford a he can afford a million dollar present per child this year alone. Still have to go shopping. I'm sure he's doing all the shopping. Must watch football. Kansas City Chiefs minus seven at the Miami Dolphins. Now, you have playoff implications. You have the best young quarterback in the NFL in Mahomes and one of the best promising rookies in Tua. Um, This game's, I mean, the Dolphins' defense creates turnovers. The Chiefs don't give up turnovers. You have two really good football teams that are kind of hot right now. Uh, This is one of the better games of the week. Yeah, I love this game. I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be entertaining. And uh, Brian Flores, don't sleep on the Dolphins' ability to try to slow down Tua. He did a pretty good job when he was on the Patriots' defensive coordinator side. So, yeah, trying to slow down Mahomes. So I'm not saying he's going to be able to slow him down. Mahomes is, you know, the absolute perfect quarterback. He's he's like a mix between your your Vegas girl and your Colts girl. There's like nothing wrong. His hometown, but he can also have fun. It's just beauty. He's swag and he can make big plays, little plays. He can be conservative or crazy. You can go crazy, conservative. You can bring her home to your parents. You can also take her to the club. Like, perfect. He's perfect. So I'm not saying he's going to stop him, but Flores can put together a good game plan. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs to win this game, but I'm going to stay away from betting it because I, I. I wouldn't be shocked, to be honest with you, seven-point spread. I wouldn't be shocked if it's a three-point game, and I would not be shocked if the Chiefs win by 21. I don't know what to do. So Chiefs are actually – I will will say, I think the Chiefs are one of the harder teams to bet on this year just because 
you don't know if they're going to just go all in and like put up 50 points or if they're going to just like take a little lead and stay conservative. So it's kind of a hard situation sometimes. Uh, one of my other must watch Minnesota Vikings at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Bucks are minus six and a half. I want to say Brady's coming off a bye. They've been a little iffy. They need this game. The Vikings started off one and five are now are six and six, right? Yep. Or they've won five straight, whatever it is. No, they lost that game against the Cowboys. They should be seven and five, but they lost to the damn Cowboys. Okay, so they're six and six, but they started off one and five, right? And we're talking about two really good football teams. I mean, this proves that the Vikings were good this year. They just had a bad start. Um, There's a lot of implications here. I mean, Tampa Bay, a Tampa Bay loss means a lot. They're inching towards 500. Yeah, they go down to seven and six, but I'm betting this game and I'm betting Tampa this week. This is one of my favorite bets. I'm staying away from this just because I, man, I, I just, this, this Viking team is really well coached. We get, yeah. I think Mike Zimmer doesn't get a lot of credit as like one of those great coaches, but he is, you know, he also has like a, a sneakily, a, like one of the hottest girlfriends in the NFL. I think she's like an Instagram model and she's really young. And yeah. Like, and he's out like of, 45 balding, really weird. Yeah. The glasses like, out of all guys. Like, okay. I understand McVay. I understand, uh, Cliff Kingsbury has a super hot Instagram model girlfriend, but Mike Zimmer, I know offense to him. I mean, maybe he's a really cool guy, but out of all people, I just didn't expect him to have it. He just doesn't have that. He doesn't have that look. Yeah. He's not like swag. He looks like an old time. Like him, like it would be like, Oh, Hey man, guess what? Mike McCarthy has a really hot girlfriend and she's an Instagram model. You're like, what? Yeah. But you know what he does have? Money. Uh, the next game would be the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are underdogs. Minus one and a half at Bills. Okay. I have a lot on my mind. I'm betting the Bills. Me too. Everyone's betting the Bills. I feel like the whole world... Steelers are going to win by 14. I know. And that's my problem. I really... But I watched the Steelers team week in and week out when they were undefeated. And they just weren't that good. Like, even I know they just came off a loss, and I hate betting that team that came off a loss, but I really just don't think that team is good. Like, this is the anti George game, Sammy. Who looked really good on national TV this week? The Bills. Who looked really bad on national TV this week? The Steelers. But the Steelers just kind of looked bad. I know. That's why I'm betting I'm going to bet the Bills. They were bad the week before. I'm going to bet the Bills. And Josh Allen in my QB rankings is fourth now in my QB power rankings. And I can, and and that could be too well. Like, really, is he playing like the fourth best quarterback in the NFL right now after Mahomes, Rodgers, and Wilson? I mean, he's playing better than Wilson right now. Yeah, he's playing but better we, than Wilson. But we know why. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Like Baker Mayfield played better than Wilson the last two weeks, but like we know that Wilson's better. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. I mean, I've Kyler Murray fifth, Deshaun Watson, Big Ben. There's, they, Murray's Watson. even too high right now. There's been a lot of bad quarterback play over the last the, couple of weeks. It's been really bad. Yeah, it's been really bad. Baker Mayfield's actually playing like a top five right now in these last like five weeks, which is weird because two weeks, two weeks, bro. Like, go look at his numbers. We're not that good. Last week was really good, but that was the best game of his career. We can, we'll get to Baker Mayfield in a little bit. The point is that Josh Allen is. Probably for sure, like the fourth best quarterback as of like these last couple weeks. I think he's fifth in my MVP voting overall. Yeah. Fifth or sixth, Derrick Henry, Donald. 
or Josh Allen, four, five, six, in any order you want. I'm not talking about Sam Darnold either, Aaron Donald, for those wondering. Aaron Donald, if those are wondering. Yeah, not Sam Darnold. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I'm taking the Bills, though. I don't know. Yeah. Josh Allen. And remember, the Steelers, this is the stat I wanted to bring up. The Steelers are playing their third game in 12 days. Yeah. Wow. 12 days. Third game in 12 days. They're 11-1, and but... You know, it's been a lot of not so great teams. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a really weird year. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm taking the Bills. I'm not very happy about it. But... Me neither. I was early on, but now everybody's saying I'm taking the Bills. So it's just I know like, that's that's my problem. Um, and then George, last but not least, the best game of the week, in my opinion, which is it's rare that like the two best games fall on Sunday night and Monday night. I know it's rare. The nice. Sunday night fine because they flex it, but like Sunday and Monday are like probably the two best games. Um, this game is going to be interesting. It's on my must watch, of course, and it is the Baltimore Ravens who are two and a half point favorites at Cleveland. Um, I, man, I, this I is, like, I like Cleveland in this game and I don't usually like Cleveland. I don't know. Can I, I read you what I wrote? I'll just read you what I wrote really quick. I said, everyone loves the Browns right now. And Baker Mayfield is playing well. But we all know what Lamar Jackson can do. The Browns are yet to win against the Ravens and Steelers, but I would love to see it for the story of the franchise this year. Yet, I have trouble trusting them, especially when the Ravens need this game to stay alive in the playoff race. I'm rooting for the Browns, but I think the Ravens will come out on top because they do need it more. Can I That's play the problem. Devil's, can I play devil's advocate for a minute? You think the Ravens aren't making the playoffs? No. I, I actually don't know. But... I'm not rooting for the Browns to turn it around. As long as the Browns remain bad and not win any playoff games, I can kind of hold hope that either the Browns or the Mariners are the worst franchises in all of pro sports. And right now, it's a pretty close race. I think the Browns probably are a little better than the Mariners, but at least there's hope, right? I don't want to have, be a fan of the worst franchise in pro sports. Yes, but... I kind of, see I, I I see things differently in life maybe. If the Browns can make the playoffs, the Cleveland Browns, it gives me hope for the Mariners. Okay, that's fair. I actually said that on my Instagram post today. Did you see on my Instagram post I put a post today of Gua, uh, Guatape. For those listening on the pod, it's a rock where you climb up all the way to the top. And I said, if I can climb all these stairs, one day the Mariners can make the playoffs. So then you should be rooting for the Browns. I just can't do it. If the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills are going to end up as two top five seeds in the NFL, George. <laughs> there's hope for the Mariners. You're right. There's, yeah, hope. there's hope for the Mariners. We're going to have a year where the Bills and Cleveland Browns are both fighting for like AFC championships. And the Mariners are just mariner up. Like what would be the odds of like the Mariners playing like the fucking Padres in the World Series? Like never, right? It could happen. That's what I'm saying. That's why you got to root for the Browns, man. I'm rooting for the Browns, but the Ravens are like three spots out of the playoffs. I'd be pretty shocked if the Ravens don't win the games they need to win and make the playoffs. So we'll see. Baker's yet to beat the Steelers and Ravens, I think, in his career, right? No, he beat the Ravens once. Remember that first, second year? or I think it was probably his first year. It was like when he was hot. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, I'll take that. Let me rephrase. I don't think Baker's beat the Ravens or Steelers yet when it's mattered. Okay, fair enough. 
So we'll see. And you know I love Baker. Some people say they were uh, – I've gotten that some people think I look like him or he looks like you me. kind of do, and now I kind of know why you keep defending him because you do kind of look like him. And I've criticized Baker Mayfield for a lot of things. The one thing I won't criticize him, he's a good-looking guy, and so are you, man. So Except for he has the gap tooth a little more than me. I think my teeth – I got I to work on my teeth. Yeah, That's what I think. But okay, we both okay. got that beard, kind of the same hair. You know, he wears the headbands. I don't really wear headbands often, but when I work out, I have – and the dance moves are very similar. So there's a yeah. lot between me and Baker Mayfield. Underdog Baker story. Mayfield, the guy I like. The quarterback, not so much. Baker Mayfield, the guy, seems like a great hang. Absolutely. Not like a Johnny Manziel great hang, but just like a no, cool no, guy. No, no. Like Johnny Manziel hang, like you're going to end Actually, up the stripper. Actually, Johnny Manziel is a great hang, too. No, I was about to say, Johnny Manziel, I said great hang, not like Johnny Manziel. I take that back. Johnny Manziel is not a great hang. You could potentially end up with a DUI in jail. And like, True. and like, had your drink roofied. So, good point. Baker you want Mayfield, you'd, you'd probably have a good beers, probably have good drinks. You probably have a lot of fun, and you get home safe. Wake and up like good people, people, like it'd be him and his fiance so, and some friends. You have, you have some a slight hangover, but not, not nothing brutal. Nothing crazy. He might like invite you to his suite at the at, at like a baseball game, have some beers. Um, fuck it, I'm taking the Browns. I'm not betting for them, but I'm just gonna say Browns are winning. Here it goes. Bro, we might have to hold off our NBA talk today, but how long do you have here, George? Like 10 minutes. Okay. Next podcast, we'll get into some more James Harden. You know, what's the deal with all that shit? Or if we have time this weekend, maybe we can do a little clip about it. We'll figure it out. In the meantime, let's get to our bets then, because we don't have too much time here. If you want to bet with us, oh, first of all, actually, first of all, if you want to read my article. First of all, that was good. If you want to bet with us, go to betus.com. I'll get back to that. I'll try that one again. But if you want to read my article, it's on the sportsontap.com. The same at as our, you know, you can find us everywhere at the Sports on Tap on social media. And our website's thesportsontap.com. Um, it's a picture of Lamar and Baker. If you type it in the search bar, NFL Week 14, you'll see it. NFL Week 14, what to watch for. Kind of breaks down all the games. And it's a good guide on our site, George. It tells you the time and channel of every game. So if oh, you want to know those things, hit us up there. And if you want to bet with us, George, you can go to www.betus.com and use the promo code, the sports on tap, all one word, the sports on tap. And that's betus, B-E-T-U-S.com. And you get 125% free money bonus, which means you put in 100 bucks and you get $125 of free money to bet. How about if you put in like, how about if you're like kind of, you How know, much you willing to put in today, George? If you're struggling a little bit, you've been buying a lot of Christmas presents for your nine kids like Phil Rivers, and you only want to put in 40 bucks. How, how much bonus money would you get? Uh, you take that number and you times it by 1.25. And whatever comes out is how much free money up to $1,000. I mean, don't, don't, don't go put in 10000 and expect it all day. All right. You know what I just realized, too? There's NBA on. What a weird time. Yeah, it's preseason. I will not bet on the yeah. preseason. Neither will I, but I'm just, I'm just watching some of these highlights on Twitter. It's weird in the full-size empty stadiums. I know, man. That's going to be really weird. It's odd in the big stadiums. Um, so if you want to bet with us, you know what to do. George, we kind of revealed some of our bets as we were going here on the pod, but uh, just to recap, let's go through some of our bets here. I'm going to start off. Um, with one that I think we both have, which is Houston minus one and a half at Chicago. 
I have that bet as well, Sammy, and uh, it's pretty simple for me, right? Um, one team has Deshaun Watson at quarterback. The other team has Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. And I know it sounds yeah. so simplistic, but that's kind of uh, sometimes life is simple. Yeah, and you got to remember, I think the Bears are one of the only winless teams in November, one of three, right? Like them, since the Jags, November. and yeah, like since November, they're one of three, four, three winless teams in the NFL. Um, and the biggest problem for them has been quarterback. And uh, like you said, it's Deshaun Watson versus Trubisky. And after watching them blow that lead to the Lions last week, you just know it's kind of over. Whatever's going on in Chicago this year is done. Like people just gave up. What's your second? What's bet? your bet? I'll go. We have the same bet here as well, Sammy. We both got Buffalo minus one and a half versus Pittsburgh. You having trouble saying Pittsburgh, George? Yeah, I actually think Buffalo is a legit Super Bowl contender. I actually don't think they'll make it because I don't think anyone other than Kansas City out of AFC will make it. But I don't think Pittsburgh is. I think Buffalo is more legit of a contender than Pittsburgh. I think they should be three-point favorites, not one and a half. Yeah, I, I think they should be favored a little more as well, especially given the fact that, um, like we like we stated before, you know, this is in Buffalo, and this is a Pittsburgh team that's played three games in twelve days. Like to travel to Buffalo now, I know they're used to cold weather, but it's just still it's it's a little bit of a hassle when you play three games in twelve days. You have to travel, and you're going against a team that I believe is the second best team in your entire conference. I agree. Like uh, I think, I think uh, that that could be my favorite bet of the week, but it's also one of them that I'm maybe the most scared of as well. Absolutely. Um, uh, I, go ahead. My third bet, because I think we I looked at yours already. We went. I think we went against each other on this one. I have Las Vegas plus three versus Indianapolis. I feel like I've gone. I, I went Indianapolis minus three. I know. I feel like you've gone against the Colts a few times. Recently, and not yeah. won them because I think you went against me when they played Tennessee, and I and I took Tennessee. No, 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 you took Indianapolis that time. Yeah, I think I took Indianapolis that game. I've been kind of on and off the. I've been good at betting Colts games this year. I think I bet them like four times, and I'm like three and one or four and zero. Oh. Like I'm just good at choosing their games. Interesting. Yeah, I I've had them in a lot of my bets this year, and they've actually every time I've bet against them, I've lost. So I'm going with them this time. All right, fair enough. I just looked. I bet it, I bet against them four times and lost all four. It was like the Green Bay game. It was, uh, I think, the Ravens game. They've covered a lot of games. I yeah. think they're one of the highest covering teams in the NFL. Yeah, I, I bet against them on that Green Bay game. We were against each other on that one. No, I bet against. I bet Green Bay that game. Yeah, same. Oh, okay. Then we were together. I was Green Bay. Oh, we yeah, lost we that. Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one in four week. Man, I just think uh, from what I've seen from the Raiders, they had, took a hail mary to beat the Jets, and it took uh, a exactly. that was post that was post a blowout, a forty-one to three blowout. But it's my it's my favorite thing. Everyone's what's wrong with the Raiders, and then they'll come out. No, I didn't say yeah, that's not what it is. Actually, not They've, you, not you, not you. I'm saying that's like the public like doesn't like the Raiders. No, no, but it, there's a difference between the one bad game and the like. You're just not very good team. They did get blown out by by 40 to the Falcons. And then also they won against the Jets. I'm not saying something's wrong. I'm just saying that they've, they're not very good. And I think we've figured that out this year and the Colts are the same thing. So it's, I'm not saying anything different. I'm just saying both teams are just not very good. Yeah, with that's decent right. They're similar teams. There's no way they should be three point dogs at home. Oh, I disagree. I think, 
Colts. Uh, I don't know. I think the think Colts the have Col- just proven Colts more. Colts should be nine point favorites in Indianapolis against the Raiders. Potentially, after wow. these last two weeks. Wow. Okay. Uh, the Colts might end up with the two or three seed in the yeah, AFC. Yeah, yeah, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just I mean, that was a question. I will say the AFC is very fucking tricky, though. So it who knows? Really um, I'm going Philadelphia plus seven. <laughs> At home, at home against New Orleans. I know you. I don't, I'm I don't like this you, man. First time. This I don't is the first like time I just don't like you, man. Really, all year long, you make fun of me for picking Carson Wentz. As soon as he gets benched, you pick Philadelphia. This is so mean of you. I've picked Philadelphia this year before. Okay. Well, cool bet. I agree. I I picked Philly plus seven at Pittsburgh and got my ass kicked. And I yeah. picked Philly plus seven at San Francisco. I got that one. I've actually picked Philly twice this year, George. Okay. One and one. But uh, I've picked against Philly multiple weeks, and I beat you on those. Still owe me 10 bucks over here. And uh, I'm going with Jalen Hurts. Here's the reason. Taysom Hill's not that good, and I think Jalen Hurts is not that good either, but I think it's one of those – it's going to be one of those spark. You know, the team's like, oh, something new, and then, like, he'll come back down to earth in a couple weeks. All right. Let's go Philly. I got Detroit plus seven and a half versus Green Bay. I like this. I, I like how this team is playing since Patricia got fired. I feel like it's a big fuck you to Patricia. Like you saw it on the sidelines. The team was fucking fired up last week after coming back against Chicago. They were into the game. Yeah, I think they lose, but I think they keep it close. And I think this team's a little better than they've shown all year. Yeah. I mean, it's just tough. I hate betting. It's it's like betting with. It's the same thing we're doing with like. Uh, it's like betting these this Colts Raiders game. It's these teams that are just so hard to get a read on. So yeah, it's a tough awesome. one. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I mean, there's some teams that have patterns. Some of them have really wild patterns. Speaking of patterns, I'm betting against our favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. I'm taking that. the Jets plus thirteen and a half. Um, that's why I said speaking of patterns because. I genuinely believe the Seahawks will win this game with some ease, but a Seahawks game with ease means like an eight to 10 point win. Mm-hmm. It's rarely ever a over 13. So I'm leaning jets. Jets just played a good game against uh, a good game against the Raiders. Sam Darnold is, is a capable quarterback against a team that also with Seattle is not have Quinton Dunbar. They're probably their best corner, not available. Once again, I'm just going to lean jets because that's what, the Seahawks do to me. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay minus six and a half versus Minnesota. Brady and Arians off a of bye have been historically good. And I just think this team wants to send a message to the league. And I think maybe during the bye week, they kind of, you know, righted a lot of the wrongs they had on their ship. Get it? Ship, Buccaneers, Pirates. I get it. I like that. Well, personally, don't love the bet. I think it's going to be a close game. But uh, I do, I do it like the, the theory. Game. Maybe thirty-one, twenty-four Buccaneers and nine win the bet. I'm, I'm calling a three-point game there. That's all, all right. I'm saying. Um, all right, we'll see what happens. How you doing on the year, George? I'm still living at thirty-three, twenty-eight, and four. So I, I'm back five games above five hundred. I am the two games, three games below five hundred right now. I don't have my exact number in front of me, uh, but yeah, I'm a couple games below 500. I was 500. I went one and four last week. Now I'm three games. Away. Woo! I was I I was almost at 500, and then I went uh, I like four and one last week. So I got lucky to catch you. 
I went four, four and one versus one and four last week. That that that's a, that uh, slowed your momentum. Yes, sir. Do you have a bet of the day? Yes, I'm taking the Raiders plus three versus the Colts. Well, that's fitting because I took the Colts minus three. All right, there we go. All right, let's do it. Fine, and you're up two. You're two and one on the month. I'm one and two. Um, we'll see where that goes. All right, how much time you got? Uh, like less than five, but let's pull me up an interesting tweet. I want to have a little fun topic here to end the show. End it on the weekend. This is gonna be, this is gonna be tough. I gotta find the tweets that I want to use here. All right, George, I'm gonna play a game with you to find the right tweet, which is it's almost what we uh I don't know. No, you might watch the show. Uh my uh one of my favorite shows, which is Jalen and Jacoby, they do the uh keep it moving or uh what is it? Something or keep it moving. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you if you want to discuss this tweet or not. And if not, you say next, then we move on to the next tweet. All right. And then we finally choose one. We'll just stop on that. Never next. forget that James Harden, I have to read it, is the guy who came closest to beating Kate, the Cade Warriors healthy. Not LeBron, not Kawhi, not Giannis. Yeah. But there's a reason he didn't do it. And even though the team could have been good because it's James Harden. Next. Well, no one else did it. Well, sure. the next one was me. I'm going to skip that. Uh, you're going to want to skip this, but I'm going to bring it up just so people know. Blasting into theaters June 17, 2022, George. Lightyear is the definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear, voiced by Chris Evans. It's going to be an animated Buzz Lightyear movie. That is pretty damn cool. Um, no, here, I, I want to talk about this for a second. Who do you think, Sammy is your favorite animated character of all time. Um, I know when you were younger, you loved Buzz Lightyear. I mean, Sammy was Buzz Lightyear. You went to uh, Disney World, and, man, you were so excited to see Buzz Lightyear. We got you the limited edition Buzz Lightyear. You had the Buzz Lightyear shirt. Just so that picture of you, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, it was awesome. But is Buzz Lightyear Disney, the greatest yeah. animated character of all time, in your opinion? Oh, man, that's that's a tough question. Um, the greatest animated character of all time. You know what the problem with a question like this, George, is sometimes you got to sit back. You're probably going to name like 10, 15 people. It's not as, it's not as a, you don't watch it as often as like sports. So it's hard to, can animated mean cartoon or are you talking animated as in like Pixar type animated? Cartoon or Pixar. Is he on the Mount Rushmore? No, for for me, maybe, but like in general, no. Cause I think you got to go look at more like Bugs Bunny yeah, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Those are two on the uh, Mount Rushmore. And honestly, you might even have to look at somebody like SpongeBob. Ooh, He's SpongeBob still going. Yeah, SpongeBob is up there. And you have to go with like Homer Simpson. Those are the four. That is my Mount Rushmore of animated characters. Mickey Mouse, now, Bugs Bunny, um, SpongeBob, and Homer Simpson. See, I, I think that's unfair way to do it. I think you got to separate the adult versus children shows because – if you put Homer, you can make arguments for a lot of other things as well with the children's shows. Like, I think with when you go Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny, SpongeBob, I think you got to find another like kids character. And then I think you can, I, I would separate. A lot of sexual it. innuendos that people don't really realize. It's a little more sexual. Actually, every every Disney movie is like that. So, but he's not Disney Nickelodeon. But I it doesn't matter. You just said sexual innuendos. So I'm saying every Disney movie has like really weird 
if you go deep down to the conspiracy theory level, they have really yes, weird, like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I can put Homer Simpson. I'm saying anything can be adult. That's fair. I'm not, I, I disagree with that because yeah, I think okay. you gotta, I think you gotta separate the kids' shows. I think you gotta look at Cartoon Network maybe. And, you know, some people might throw in like a Dexter's Laboratory and look at like a okay. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo probably Ooh, would Scooby be Doo. up there too. Um, All right, give so me your four. Who would be your there's four? There's a lot. I don't know. I just told you Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny, SpongeBob. And then I'd have to pick. I'd have to actually do some research and go with either like a Scooby-Doo or think of another Disney character somewhere of that sort. Okay. But I'm going to give you those three. I'm going to go SpongeBob, Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny and pause. And I'll, I'll sleep on this and maybe we'll discuss this another day as well because um, I want to do an adult version with like the Homer Simpsons, the family guy, Peter Griffin, Peter Griffin and Stewie. You can't go all family guy though. I, I feel like you have to go one per show. That's why it's kind of hard. Even like the Mick, like Mickey Mouse, it's fair because it's like Disney. SpongeBob's Nickelodeon. Bugs Bunny's the uh, what's it called? Uh, Mar- not Marvel. Warner, Warner Brothers. Other Warner Brothers. I feel like you need like another brand. I don't. There is somewhere, right? That's why I said like Scooby Doo. I think that was something else. So it's like I'm trying to think of like almost like teams in sports, right? Exactly. No, but I think it's a good discussion. It is a good discussion. Um, but SpongeBob's got to be up there. Is all I'm going to say. The last right. two tweets that I had, if you want to look at them, well, we'll save this one for another day, which is giveaway how old you are by naming your favorite TV show as a child. We'll save that one. Ooh, okay. Um, screw the sports topics. So this one's actually really funny, George. I'm just going to bring it up. Man's wife sells his PlayStation 5 after she discovers that he lied and said it was an air purifier. <laughs> okay. Well, like – how did he think he was going to get away uh, thinking it was an air purifier? I mean, how – like, he, honestly, if I'm the wife, I'm pissed how dumb he thinks I am. Well, honestly, she must be kind of dumb if she bought it for even a couple of days. Like, he was playing the th- playing something. What are you doing? I'm playing my air purifier. Yeah, what did she think he was doing with the controller? Like, this story, purifier. obviously, he opened the box and, like, played with it, right? Because, like, yeah, she doesn't just find air out. Air. Like, it's not a funny story if she, she found out immediately. Was she, was she like, oh, man, the air is really not that pure at home? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. What, what I My concern, by the way, is if your wife is making you sell your PlayStation and you like video games, that's also a problem. That is, but the problem is more the lie. Like maybe she didn't really care, but he's like, "Yeah, it's air purifier." So you think I'm fucking stupid? You're selling your PlayStation Five. Once again, the fact that he had to lie probably—I don't know oh, this no, man. I agree. I'm not. I'm just playing guy. I, I agree. I'm not trying to butt in this man's relationship. All I'm saying he is, you should be. Out all of I'm saying is, the fact that you're lying about the PlayStation, the fact you feel like you need to lie, are both problems. So, ah. Uh, I don't yeah, know who you are, but maybe, check your relationship. Maybe he wasn't paying the bills, and she's fucking pissed. Like, hey, our kid needs diapers. Oh, I can't afford diapers. Uh, here's an air purifier. Yeah, hey, you, never you never know. It's, it sounds like a problem. Um, last but not least, George, in case you missed it, a plane landed on the 35 West last night. This is a couple – this is like a week ago um, in Minnesota. Oh, wow. So my question to you – as this video for people listening on the podcast can't see the video. Oh my God. A plane literally landed on the freeway. Luckily there wasn't a lot of cars. My question to you is if you ever were in a plane that had to have an emergency landing on a freeway, do you think you could ever get in a plane again? Never. Absolutely not. Like hopefully this never happens, but like if I'm in like a really bad turbulence here, like when well, I'm going to be flying from Medellin to Bogota, it's in one hour flight. If there's really bad turbulence, 
I might be like, yo, I'm going to have to rent a car and like drive back to the United States. Like I can't deal with turbulence. Okay. That's a little extreme. Bad turbulence. You've never like, had bad turbulence. Talk about like really bad turbulence. Like emergency landings. Yes. Knock on wood. Yeah, please. But yes, I know it's like, I'm just, I was just watching that and I was like, if I was in that fucking plane, we just landed on the freeway. Like, would I just cancel all like, Great all job right, on the pilot, bro. it is. That was what the article basically said. It was like, congrats to the pilot on like the emergency. If you're, saving if you're driving a car and you saw that coming, you're like, what the fuck? Well, I just took the video off the screen. Cause this is really, we're not live today. You know, nobody's really yeah. seeing the video. Um, all the cars in the back, like, slowly braked and kind of like let the let him like go forward but because it was like if you're driving you notice that like yeah, you, you see, see it landing it. but it, it's fucking wild i don't think i could ever get in a plane again after seeing that i would just be like you know what i guess i'm Does the plane just drive to the airport after that like what does the plane do after it lands on the freeway? that's a great question or like do they come fix it on the freeway and refly it out or do they tow it yeah, can you tow it off the freeway does it fit drive? can you drive a plane for a long time like slow speed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, of course. But like, is it wide enough to go through the exits? Like, how do you get off? Like, I don't know. How about there's a tunnel? Yeah, I'm telling you, I have no idea. I know. You're, asking, you're asking me hypothetical questions. I have no answer to. <laughs> I, I wish I did. I have no, I have no clue. Um. All right, George. That was episode 685 of the That Being Said podcast. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Um, George. What should people do after hearing this podcast? Well, I said it in the beginning. I'll say it again. Go tell some friends. Like, yo, these brothers are fucking crazy or they're cool or they're nice or they're funny. Or even if you don't like us, but you just want to do us a favor, <laughs> just go tell people. Spread the yeah, word. If you, if you think I'm annoying as fuck, tell your friends. Listen to this annoying as hell guy. Yeah. Basically. That's what I'm Basically, saying. 100%. And... You can go to my Instagram at George War Sammy and George's Instagram at G George War. Also, I posted yesterday our Home Alone clip. George getting a lot of a lot of hate on my end, so I need some support. If you don't think Home Alone's a Christmas movie, actually, I ended up getting five percent yes, which is more than I expected, which is shocking. Yeah, I got no, I got some. Yeah, I think I had like eighty percent was no, it's not. It is a Christmas movie. Twenty percent said yes or no. I consulted with somebody that you care about a lot in this world, our mother. Yeah, and she said. It's not a Christmas movie because if she ever left us back on Christmas, she would kick herself about it for the rest they of life. That's not a Christmas. On Christmas. That's the point. They came back before Christmas. To I understand. Them. But my, as our mother said, I asked our mother, our mother said, George, our mother said, if she ever left us like that on accident, we got robbed. She, she wouldn't see it as a good story for Christmas. It, all right. But that's not the point. Still a Christmas movie. But anyway, this is. It's not. This is, I'm just, I was just telling you what our mother said. So I wasn't here for debate. Debate you with your public, mother. The public told me 80%. So, yeah. Non critical thinkers. That's what I call them. Okay. Much love, George. At the Sports on Tap is where you can find us on all social and at Pod That on Twitter and Instagram for the podcast social. Um, much love. Visit us at thesportsontap.com. They say we're the best brothers in sports. So I hope that we live up to that fact. And uh, this is the Sports on Tap, and this is Sports. Radio. Redefined. Peace, y'all.